Hey, welcome to the Worship Cafe. This is Olan. I'm speaking to you live from London. Hi, how you doing? How's the lockdown where you are? And uh, it's a very interesting time for the whole world, actually, with the coronavirus pandemic. Um, I know it's affected a lot of things globally. The global landscape has changed. Everything's a bit different than what we used to know. Schools are short. Parents are now stay-home parents, working from home if they can, or furloughed, or just in limbo, depending on what the financial status of your government is. It's the national stance, really, where you are, in the location where you are. So it's a very interesting time for the world. Um, I'm just, you know, sort of giving this shout-out, and uh, hopefully we have survived the pandemic, as it were. I know a lot of people have been affected by these changes, and... It's been really drastic. Our hearts go out to all the families and all the individuals who have known someone, who have lost a loved one, who have lost somebody that they've known, you know, physically or even not so not so personally, but have been affected by this one way or another. Our prayers and our thoughts are with you. Um, today's podcast is simply, what next? Basically, it's a question, what next? All of us are learning to do what we do, our trades, more remotely. I'm podcasting from home now. I've always had my home studio set up, but sometimes I'm podcasting from locations. Now I've got to do this, you know, surrounded by my troops, my army of wonderful people who support me all the time. But yeah, it's a new world, new 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 worlds as a creative. How do you how do you create stuff without leaving your your house? How do you create stuff without leaving the four walls of the space that you only retired to as home? So maybe you were this creative person, you went out and did photography or videography and you were always on location in different places and meeting with clients and doing, you know, video reel after video reel, B-roll shots, wide shots, at wide angle, um, all those things that we did. And now you're, you're back home and you, you know, work is sort of on pause in that sense. Only if you have video editing skills or this would be a good time to brush them up. So... For everyone, for the entire world, it's different. Like, you know, Airbnb just announced that uh, they're, they're going to be, you know, reducing the number of their staff and um, focusing on key roles to sort of keep the business going. Um, they've been preparing for a day like this, but not so much. Nobody thought about the impact till today. And that's just one, you know, global business. That's Airbnb. And we hope that, the, the, I mean, other global businesses don't follow suit, but... The longer this lockdown stays, I mean, it becomes financially relevant to our lives. I mean, they said the love of money is the root of all evil, not money. So money itself is safe, but the love of money is the root of evil. However, if money plays a very important role in our life and well-being, then we need to talk about it. It's all about the numbers. So right here in the United Kingdom, the government's been getting some heat because, well, people felt, you know, they wanted to reduce the financial impact, so they delayed you know, the enforcement of the lockdown. But, well, depending on how you toss the coin, you can argue for or against. But tonight is not about politics, nor about the economy. It's really a question to you and I. What next? I mean, uncertain times have always been, and they come in circles, they come in droves. Times of uncertainty have always been, like, for instance, in the life of Joseph. Um, Joseph, you do remember Joseph the dreamer, the young dreamer, who was... Um, Hated by his brothers, loved by his father, given a coat of many colors. We all remember that. And uh, exiled, or should I say sold into slavery because of his dreams and the hatred that they had for him because they felt he was going to be something much more than they. And so they, they, they just 
cast him out, really. And uh, he ended up in Potiphar's house. He was lied against again. Though he was diligent there, his master saw the need to spare his life, but to teach him a lesson, put him in prison. And um, there he was in prison until the day of his showing, the day of his reckoning. So uncertain times came. In Egypt, they needed uh, 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 some clarity about the highest authority in the land that had a dream. Now, you know that dreams, well, depending on your belief, I believe that dreams come from God, especially in the scenario where he had the same dream back to back and it just wouldn't leave him. So this this highest authority, the Pharaoh of the land, he, the, the king, he calls the, the all the wise men and all the astrologers and everybody who has some form of divination power and say, look, tell me this is the dream and tell me the interpretation. And nobody could do it. And it was just then that someone remembered, oh, I've got this person who did tell me a dream that came to pass. And in fact, that's why you restored me to my position. You know, so what next for me was that the dream came true. So then Joseph came and the uncertainty about the time was resolved by his interpretation of the dream and the things that the steps he told him to take. So what's next? You and I need divine instruction at this time. I believe that every business person, every creative out there, every worship leader, every self-starter needs a reset button. And that's what this pandemic has sort of offered. And you know, I used to think to myself, like, you know, I need, I just need a time. I was so busy. And I know a lot of us were busy doing things that we should have been doing or we thought we should have been doing. And those things that were busy were great, but they're probably not the main focus of life. With everything sort of being on stop and going away, I've had to reconsider a lot of things. Like all the things I was putting my energy into is like, were these things really necessary? And I just strip everything down to the basics and say, look, what's what's the very key thing? Oh, pick family. Oh, pick time for devotion. Oh, pick time for, you know, educating myself, re-educating myself, growing new skills, getting ready for an online audience, getting ready for online platforms, getting ready for collaborations left, right, center, getting ready for opportunities when they come. I think that's the next step. I think what next is strategy. For the most part, I know that we're in a hurry to get things done. And it's good to be in a hurry, to get speed. But as a young friend of mine pointed out, and it's really marked word, it says, direction, yeah, is more important than speed. Your direction is actually more important than your speed. You know, on, on, on the road to life, we could be very much in a hurry to get ahead and so we run off on a tangent meanwhile we're running off in the wrong direction so getting the right direction getting the right trajectory is actually more important than how fast we're going and that's what strategy will do a divine word when joseph showed up he gave the pharaoh a divine word now imagine if the monarch had put aside that divine instruction because well it's coming from a slave someone who's been in prison what does he know you know, you're coming to tell me my dream, okay? You told me the interpretation, but I can't take it from you. I'd go and do my thing. They would have all perished because the, the instruction was, was profound. It was on point, and it was the word that was needed for that time. That's what strategy can do. Joseph said, put away one-fifth of everything you earn, of everything you grow, of everything you harvest in the first seven years of plenty, in the years of plenty, and then what you eat in the following year is the old grain, not the new grain, so that... At the end of the seven years, you will always have at least one year's worth of savings ahead of you. And that was how they weathered the storm. Now, he could have prayed and said, oh, God, you just showed me the dream. Just cancel it. Don't let it happen. But this is God's timetable and calendar. And if God permitted it, then he must have a plan. And so 
I'm saying to you, young creative out there, young worship leader out there, if your music was your your bread and butter full time, what are you doing now in the post-COVID era? Like, you know, you know, person-to-person contact is really reduced. Um, are you playing concerts? Are you playing live to your audience every day? Are you involving yourself in creative items? Are you just sitting down waiting? You know, if you're going to wait for someone to pay you to do stuff, you're going to wait a long time because everybody is in the same boat just now. The people who you're hoping to pay you are hoping to hold on to a bit more of their funds. You know, so everyone sit at home. Venues are shut. Church venues are closed. You know, um, a lot of the gigs that, you know, people occupy themselves by are shut. So this is a time to rethink. And I think strategy is the important part of life beyond COVID-19. Well, COVID as we find it, because this is 2020. Don't forget, the prophecies for this year said this year will be a leap year. And this year will be a year of quantum leap. It's a, it's a thing of faith, really. Quantum leap means attempting things that are really, be, really beyond you. Punching above your weight. Attempting things that, you know, you say, wow, wow, that's above my pay grade. That's above my level. You know, going into collaborations with people who are much more advanced than you. Getting involved with projects that are bigger than you individually. And aligning yourself with what the will of God is for us in this season. What next? So you've been recording singles. Is it time to do an album? Or maybe not an album. Is it time to put yourself more out there? Put the message more out there? Research the lyrics, the depth of the lyrics of your the songs you're singing. And add more scripture. Is it time to focus in, in a place of prayer and consecration? You know, I found myself to have been really stretched in this period. Though there's been not much going on in terms of gigs and and all that but work you know circular work and even supporting the online platforms of my local church it's been it's been a work uh, a job and a half because it's been a massive learning curve for all of us um learning how to to to, to present this thing on, on on a polished platform and make sure that everyone's comfortable and the the, the audio streams are smooth and and the service will go on. God's people will be blessed. That's, that's the most important thing. So all the hours spent, all the sleepless nights is worth it in the end. If one soul will listen to that broadcast and be blessed, then it's worth it in the end. You know, but if you think about what's the next thing? Are we going to go back to what church was like? I, 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 I really try to disagree. I, I want to think, no. I want to think that we're going to be on this online platform now for some time to come. And it's, it's probably not such a bad thing because it gives us an opportunity to, you know, revisit what we put out, revisit why we put stuff out, revisit the why we do stuff. And I know it's, it's hard to, to change things when you're in an organization. An organization assumes a life of its own. It just, it just carries on. Oh, why do we do that? Well, this is how we've always done it. Oh, can we change this? Why do we want to change it? We've always done it like this, and it works, so we'll carry on doing it like this. But no, times are changing. So perhaps what's next is you're looking at what you offer as a, a ministry online now and think, actually, can we do away with all this fluff, and can we just focus on the bone? Can we focus on the meat? Can we streamline this? Can we give out information, or can we give out our sermons in a, in a more measured way so that we're targeting and we're hitting the target with what we're doing. I know that not everyone likes the word targeting because it's like the gospel is for everybody. But that's the truth. The gospel is for everybody. 
but not everybody will listen to the same person or the same style of presentation of the gospel yeah jesus you know was with the he dined wine and dined with the rich but his ministry was um, hanging around the poor and the sick and the needy he said the sick they need a healer if you're well you don't need a physician you know so he he was always around the people he walked in the streets he walked in the, the wilderness he walked in in deserted places but then he always knew how to tailor his message to every audience that he had and and i, I think that's what it is we're not we're not chameleons we're not changing but we're tailoring paul said you know to to the romans i behaved like a roman to the this i was this to i was all things to all men that i may win some you know, and I think it's time for us to begin to, to begin to bring those scriptures to life, to become all things to all men or some things to most men or some things to some men. Find your niche. That's all I'm trying to say. What next? So you've been playing. Who do you play to? I play to a global audience. OK, can you define this global audience? You know, do you know who listens to your music? Do you know where they are? Do you know what they like? Do you know how often they're online? Do you know what time to meet them online? Those are questions you need to be asking right now. And every, everyone's home, so we know where they are. They're stuck at home, which is a which is a good thing because now we sort of know how we can or where we can target them, you know. So it's an opportunity for us to rethink things. This podcast will be right back. Welcome back. Can you hear that? It's the sign and the sound of time ticking away. Now, what will you do? We're looking at the topic. What next? Very key things. I'm just going to say them very quickly. It's time to tear up the old goals and refocus ourselves for a post-COVID-19 world. It's time to consider what is relevant in this new world and how to be positioned to reap the benefits of this colossal change that's coming on a global scale it's not time to wish the old days return because the old days might come back but not exactly how we imagined them there will be repercussions in industry there will be repercussions for how even we've carried on in ministry like when we switched to the online church online service our worship team suffered a real big blow a real big challenge because how we did music was hinged around we all being together. Now we had to stream music from remote locations. Not everybody could play an instrument. So only those who had the ability to play and sing from their location could be able to join or support the online thing. And that put a strain on one or two individuals who had the capability to do that. You know, had we been set up to say everyone in the team must learn an instrument, everyone in the team must be tech savvy, everyone in the team must use this technology one way or another, it would have been so much easier once we went live. So that's an opportunity. Every church, every church ministry, worship ministry needs to be exploring how to learn how to live stream, how to learn how to, to play your tracks, create your multi-track sessions, upload them, create your you know video cam, cam things, record on your phones if you have to, upload them. Somebody in the team needs to know about mixing down, editing, all those little things, you know, learn about editing software that you can use either for free or, you know, paid that you can own, you know, things like Apple Logic, um, uh, what's the other one, PreSonus, Studio One, uh, Cubase, Pro Tools, those are things that you use to capture 
and and uh, and edit your your sound and you know yeah pastors worship pastors start talking to your younger team members they might be geeky enough to want to get this so it's time to to, to get on the bandwagon and, and learn and there's so many other apps that can help you you know with your chord charts and and you know tempo for songs and all the song information that you need for people to get creative in their local space and then somebody will be the one who carries on to get the final product out so please start exploring forget the old now it's time to embrace the new yes it's very unsettling i know that the first zoom meeting we had oh my god it's like everyone's finding out what does this button do oh what does that do oh what is this um can you hear me can you hear me like yeah yeah we can all 200 of us can hear you you know and it's like the embarrassing moments where it's like oh finally so i've been on camera the whole time you know but now as a church we've got over it everyone seems to know what the technology does and there's a lot more discipline on the platform and it's going to be a massive learning curve for the whole world but if you don't embrace change you know you're going to be going against the grind so very quickly as i've said you're going to have to choose your goals that are going to be relevant and bring formulate a strategy to pursue them one strategy we did was we made up our minds very quickly that streaming from zoom was not the best for audio so we were going to make sure that we pre-record certain aspects of our worship service you know so and that was worked very well for us the quality went up the uptake online went up a lot more views on the on the on the youtube channel which is great that's the outcome we want a lot more souls getting blessed but the work that goes on behind the scenes though has been a lot more for the team members but it it's worth it in the end so find out the tools you need find out the people that you need Find out the networks you need to build. If you need more video, because online you need more content. If you can only start with audio, start with audio. It's better than doing nothing. I know churches will be like, well, we can't we can afford a budget to get people to record video. Then just do audio. Do what you can with what you have to get what you want. You know, don't make excuses. This is not the time for making excuses. Every business that builds this model of success around excuses isn't planning to go far. They ain't planning to be here for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, we're building for the future. And God forbid, you know, that this pandemic lasts longer. You need to build more resilience and get rid of the excuses. Okay, so there will be tough times ahead. But God's willing, God gives us, his children, divine instructions of how to overcome. And just like Joseph was able to manage the economy of Egypt, that Egypt survived and that even the nations came to Egypt. That's how we want to be able to tell this story in the next 20, 30 years when we look back. Say, well, we tell our grandchildren this is what we lived through. We'll be able to tell them by the help of God, we survived because. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word and the speaking of it prophetically. So this has been the right rant for the week. What next? So I'm asking you, what next? I'm asking you, my listener, what next? Please get in touch. You can follow us now on YouTube at the user slash... Oland for Life 2. Yeah, that makes it easier for you to find me on YouTube. And the Worship Cafe Audio Podcast will form a YouTube page for that. But you can search for me personally on YouTube and on Instagram at Oland for Life, on Facebook at Oland Music and Band page, or El Adefihon on Facebook. And yeah, on Twitter at Oland for Life as well. So please let's connect, let's grow together, let's inspire one another. This has been the Worship Cafe. I'm your host, Olan, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye, and God bless.